everyone. My name is Jamon McKinney, or you can just call me Juice because that is my nickname. Let's discuss the Houston Texans and how they will fare during the 2020-21 NFL season. Let's get right to it. I'm going to go on a little mini rant to start this preview and prediction video. You know, I'm sick and tired of the Deshaun Watson disrespect. I really am because anyone who thinks this team is not going to be good is disrespecting Deshaun Watson. When you have an elite quarterback and Deshaun Watson is an elite quarterback, nine times out of ten, your team is not going to be awful. At worst, this team, in my opinion, goes probably eight and eight. At worst, okay? And I understand this team has a lot of holes, but I believe in Deshaun Watson, and I believe that he's a great quarterback. Not just a good quarterback, a great elite quarterback. Outside of, you know, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, in no particular order, maybe Aaron Rodgers, maybe Lamar Jackson, a big maybe as far as Carson Wentz goes, you know, like Tom Brady and Drew Brees have kind of fallen off a little bit. I, I think Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback. You know, I just, I'm just going to say, I think he's top five. This is a guy in Deshaun Watson who in his rookie year, before he got hurt, was on pace to throw 43 touchdown passes as a rookie. In his second season, the guy was sacked 62 times. He completed 68% of his throws, threw for 4,000 yards, and had a pass rating of 100, of 103. By the worst offensive line of football, it was not even close. Last year, did you see what he did to the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs? When his offensive line was absolute garbage, when his running backs were not very good, without Will Fuller, did you see him beat that Buffalo Bills defense? Did he not just have a 24-0 lead on the best player in football, Patrick Mahomes, in the playoffs? I know he blew that lead for reasons that were at some point his fault. You know, he does deserve some blame for that loss, but mainly it was on Bill O'Brien and that coaching staff and that defense. Listen, Deshaun Watson's the real deal, man. And listen, I will be darned if I pick Ryan Tannehill to win a division over Deshaun Watson. I will be darned if I pick Phillip Rivers over Deshaun Watson this year to win the division just off of last year when Phillip Rivers threw 20 interceptions? Are you crazy? And don't even get me started about the, the Jacksonville Jaguars with Gardner Minshew. I believe they're a two-win team this year. Listen, last year, the Packers won their division because they had the best quarterback in their division. The Saints won their division because they had the best quarterback in their division. The Eagles, the Patriots, you know, the Chiefs, the Ravens. Same thing with those teams. The only team that was an exception last year was the San Francisco 49ers, and they had arguably the best roster in the NFL, and Russell Wilson was inches away from winning that division, and had he not lost all of his running backs at the end of the year, he would have found a way to beat Jimmy G in that team, in my opinion, okay? So, and listen, the, the Colts have a good roster, but not a roster of the 49ers caliber. Same with the Titans, and definitely same with the Jaguars. They are awful, okay? Listen, I will say this about the Texans, though. This team made a mistake this offseason because they had a ton of cap space and they virtually did nothing with that cap space. The DeAndre Hopkins trade was absolutely a dumb move. You don't trade away a top three wide receiver in football. You just don't do it. I don't care how you know dysfunctional he was in the locker room. And by the way, I do think that that was a very overblown story. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a very good model citizen that just likes to play football. I don't care that Bill O'Brien had problems with him. The fact that the Texans did not get a first-round pick back in return for DeAndre Hopkins is mind-boggling to me. That is a fireable offense for Bill Bryan, in my opinion. But I will say this. 
while the Texans did not get much better, outside of losing DeAndre Hopkins and DJ Reader, I think this team is still relatively a solid team. I do. You know, they, they lost two very key players. DJ Reader from the defensive line last year and DeAndre Hopkins was an absolute stud. Now, I will talk about the weapons that Deshaun Watson has later, later down the road, but DeAndre, let me, let me say this about the Houston Texans. They would have not made this trade if they had a quarterback like, I don't know, Gardner Minshew or a quarterback that needs good weapons. The Houston Texans know Deshaun Watson is the real deal. That's why they said, hey, Deshaun Watson, we think you're great enough. Let's get rid of DeAndre Hopkins for some dumb reason, okay? It was a dumb move to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins, but there's a reason why they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. It's because they believe in Deshaun Watson as a quarterback. Now, listen, this was a 10-win team last year, okay? They're not an awful team. They had a 24-0 lead on Kansas City last year in the division round of the playoffs. And you can talk greasy and talk down on Bill O'Brien all you want. Here's the facts. Bill O'Brien has a career record of 52-44. and That's not bad. Bill O'Brien, six years in as a head coach, has made the playoffs four of those six years. And the only two years he did not make the playoffs was when Deshaun Watson tore his ACL and Ryan Fitzpatrick was starting games for him. Bill O'Brien should have been fired from this team last year, okay? I'm not going to defend Bill O'Brien, okay? But I will say this. Bill O'Brien is not an awful head coach. He can at least get you to the playoffs. And there's this narrative about the Houston Texans that they don't have an offensive line. That's not true. This team actually has done a very solid job of upgrading the offensive line. Last year, towards the end of the season, this was a top 10 unit in all of football. They were playing very good football together. And I project this team to get better and better on the offensive line. Lermy Tunsil, one of the best left tackles in all of football. Max Sharping, he's a very good, promising young guard. Titus Howard at right tackle, he got hurt last year, but in the eight games he started, he was excellent as a rookie. He's going to get better and better. And while Deshaun Watson doesn't have an elite weapon that can win one-on-one matchups on third and ten, on third and long consistently, that does worry me about this team because come playoff time, you're going to need DeAndre Hopkins to win those one-on-one matchups, and they just don't have it. So Deshaun Watson's got to turn water into wine, but... He has some very good weapons. Brandon Cooks, for the last five seasons, has had a 1,000 yards. Will Fuller, when he's healthy, he's an excellent deep threat. Randall Cobb is a very solid option in the slot. Kenny Stills was a very viable option for this team last year, and he's never injured. Kiki Kuti is a very solid wide receiver. They go four to five wide receivers deep, and there's not a standout guy in that group, but they're all very good. The tight ends, Darren Fells and Jordan uh, Thomas and Jordan Aikens are not bad. They're decent tight ends, okay? And when we look at the running backs on this team, the running backs do worry me a little bit. David Johnson, to me, is kind of washed up. The last great year David Johnson had was in 2016, in which he looked like he was going to be the next great running back. He has fallen off severely. But David Johnson is still a very solid receiving threat out of the backfield. Duke Johnson, last year he had 4.9 yards per carry. This is a decent running back core, in my opinion. It's not great, but it's decent. Now, looking at the defense. Romeo Cornell is out as defensive coordinator for this team. And honestly, it was the right move, okay? Because it, Romeo Cornell is sort of this legendary football football mind as far as defense goes. He's been coaching defense since the 1970s. He's excellent, but his scheme is outdated in my opinion. So now you promote Anthony Weaver to defensive coordinator. He was a defensive line coach from 2016 to 2019. And I will admit to you this right here. When I was doing research for this episode, I was actually shocked by how bad the Texans' defense was statistically last year. 
The Texans' defense last year was 23rd in points per game allowed. They were 28th in total defense. That's not very good, but I will say this. They do have some impact players I still like a lot. J.J. Watt is a monster when healthy. Whitney Merciless had a very solid season last year. He had seven and a half sacks. Ross Blacklock, a very talented rookie out of out of TCU at defensive tackle, you know. The secondary, Justin Reed is already one of the best young safeties in the NFL at age 23. And while there's no standout defensive back among this group right here between Gary on Conley, Bradley Roby, and Vernon Hargraves, I do think one of those one of those cornerbacks has has the potential to break out this season. All three of those guys, I was very high on coming out of college. I was very high on Conley coming out of Ohio State. I liked Bradley Roby out of Ohio State as well. And I also liked Vernon Hargraves coming out of college. All three have disappointed based on where they were drafted, but they're not bad players. They're very good, viable cornerbacks. I will say they do need to, you know, get better as players if this, if this defense wants to take a step. But, you know, they're not bad. This secondary is not great, but it's not awful. So it's an average unit, in my opinion. The, the linebacker core is above average with Zach Cunningham and, and McKinney. I like the linebacker core. And ultimately, when I look at this Texans team, I believe the Houston Texans are going to win 10 games during the 2020-21 NFL season. They have a great quarterback in Deshaun Watson, who is top five in the league. A well above average wide receiver core, solid tight ends, solid running backs, a defense as a whole that does worry me a little bit, but they have enough good impactful players that I don't feel completely unsold about the defense. You know, you got JJ White, you got Whitney Merciless, you got three solid cornerbacks, and they have the best, they have the best quarterback in this division as far as I'm concerned. Deshaun Watson is at the top of the food chain. This team last year was in the divisional round of the playoffs. Now, are the Houston Texans Super Bowl contenders? Probably not, because I don't believe in Bill O'Brien as a head coach to win a Super Bowl. And I do think this team is too Deshaun Watson dependent. If Deshaun Watson has a bad game, this team is going to lose. We saw last year in the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes looking bad for three and a half quarters, and the Chiefs still won that game. That's not the case with the Houston Texans. They're not a team that is going to win games if Deshaun Watson plays bad. And his head coach is not helping him out helping him out at all. And they don't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. But I will say this team can can at least make the playoffs. I believe this team actually wins the division this year at 10 and 6. There's not a standout team in this division. The Indianapolis Colts are good, but they're not overwhelmingly better than every team in this division. Same with the same with the Tennessee Titans in my opinion. And the Jaguars don't even get me started. Now let's go over the schedule. What I'm going to do for the schedule is I'm going to tell you who I would favor in each game. I'm not predicting the winner and loser for each game. I'm just telling you who I would favor in each matchup, okay? That's how I'm doing this, okay? At Kansas City, I actually will not be shocked if Houston wins that game. That is a toss-up game. And actually, I would kind of lean toward Houston because I think they will have a chip on their shoulder for that game due to what happened in the playoffs to them. And I think Deshaun Watson is going to be motivated for that game. That could be a win. Baltimore. I understand that Baltimore blew that team out last year. You know, the Texans got blown out by the Ravens last year. But you have 10 days to prepare for Lamar Jackson, and you get him at home. I think you can win that game. At Pittsburgh, that's probably a loss. You'll at least lose one of your first three games. I don't see this team going undefeated in the first three games. Vikings at home, that does worry me a little bit, simply because when Bill O'Brien goes against well-coached teams, 
his team struggles. And Minnesota is a well-coached team by Mike Zimmer. So that does worry me a little bit. That's a toss-up game. Jaguars at home, that's a win, probably. At Titans, I think you'll split with the Titans this year. You could sweep the Titans, but I don't quite see it. I think Tennessee at least gets a game on you. Green Bay at home, I think Green Bay is the better team. But I do think that Deshaun Watson will give the Green Bay Packers defense some problems with his ability to throw the football down the field and run the football with his legs. So I say that they get a that you get the slight advantage versus Green Bay from a stylistic perspective, even though they are the better team. Off a of bye week, you will beat the Jaguars, in my opinion. You know, looking at the next couple games at Cleveland, that's a toss-up game. Uh, New England, that's probably a loss. I'd probably say that's a loss. The New England Patriots lost to you guys last year, and they're a very well-coached team. And Cam Newton, at this point in his career, might be a better quarterback, quarterback than Tom Brady. So I'd probably say that that's a win for the Patriots. They can pretty much just cover up everyone. You know, there's not a, there's not a wide receiver that's going to consistently beat Stephon Gilmore on the Texans, I feel good about. They could just bracket Brandon Cooks and just say, "Hey, Randall Cobb and Will Fuller beat us." And I don't think the I don't think the Texans can, you know, do it. So we'll see. At Detroit, it's a toss-up game. I I would favor Houston. However, Indy at home, Indy does give Houston a lot of problems. But I think you at least split with Indy this year. At Chicago, that's a win. I'm not a believer in Chicago this year. At Indy, like I said, I already talked about them. Cincinnati at home, that's a win. Don't don't get shocked by Joe Burrow. However, don't don't overlook that game. By the end of the season, the Bengals could be playing some good football. So just saying. And then Titans at home, last game of the season, that could be for the division. And if it is for the division, I favor Deshaun Watson in a matchup over Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. So that's how I feel about the Houston Texans heading into the 2020-21 NFL season. I believe Deshaun Watson is great. And that's all that matters. The Houston Texans will go 10-6 and during the 2020-21 NFL season.